0: Hello and welcome to the Diz Roundtable Discussion Email Edition for August 21st, 2007. And we're not going to spend too... Well, actually, I do need to mention that uh, you guys had sent in some great voicemails uh, this week, as I asked you to. Uh, We're having a little technical issue getting the voicemails uh, onto the show. So I promise you next week we will have voicemails because we got some really, really good ones in. I'm just having some, uh, some technical issues on this end I need to clear up. But we do encourage you to keep sending in your voicemails and your emails as well. Voicemail, you can reach us toll-free, 877-310-9662. And for email, podcast at wdwinfo.com. Of course, if we read or play your show on the the air, we will give you your own disunplug t-shirt, and you will be eligible to win a prize in a drawing that we do the last Tuesday of every month. So with that, we will go ahead and get started. Who would like to do the first email?
1: Pete, I just have a comment. Uh, when people are doing the voicemails, sure. If if they take some notes of what they want to to ask on the uh, on the voicemail, it helps get through it, and you can just follow before you make the phone call, so you don't have to make a couple of phone calls.
0: Bob and tips on clear communication. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much.
2: (laughs) Okay. He has stock in
1: Ticonderoga pencils, I think. (laughs) (laughs) All
2: right.
0: right. Who would like to go first with the first email?
1: I'll go first. All right, Bob. I have one from Amanda, and she's from Bell Camp, Maryland. And they're heading to the the mouse for a 10-day trip soon, and they're enjoying eating at Disney, but to stretch their budget dollars, they want to try to eat several meals off property this time. Uh, Last week you mentioned uh, that Publix has great fried chicken, and we plan on picking up some to bring back to our room one evening. She would love to hear uh, from us uh, some of the restaurants that are our favorites that aren't too expensive but good places to eat that are within like a 10- or 15-minute drive from the parks. Uh, For example, I'd love a recommendation for picking up Chinese takeout and she says thanks for doing an awesome job. So we're going to throw it out there and I, cool. d- I did find a Chinese restaurant. It's on International Drive over by the premium outlet mall. It's in the Publix Supermarket Plaza, but we don't know how good it is. I know. Oh, you, you tried it? I've tried it and it's it's very it it's good quality and it's called Citrus Gardens and it's it's right in the Publix Supermarket Plaza around the side. And one of the things they do is within a five-mile radius of of that restaurant, they will deliver for orders over $12. So it's Citrus Gardens, uh, and they don't use any MSG and stuff. So the the food quality was good, and I've had trouble getting good Chinese food down here. Yeah, it is a challenge. And uh, I was pleasantly surprised when we, we did that. Uh, there's also a sushi place right around there, right too. next door. There's a sushi there's place called Tokyo Sushi and Grill. We in there. There's an Outback Steakhouse right around there. Yep. So if you like, Outback. although I
0: found the Outback Steakhouses in Orlando to be very, very, very hit or miss. Yeah. yeah
3: well, we always find them hit or miss. We have That's favorite ste- steak. Yeah, I really we go don't to. like to
1: eat at Outback. Yeah. I'm one, the, right big fan. one of the places tonight. that we like to eat is Carabas. Uh, there's one on 192.
0: It's an Italian restaurant.
1: Yeah. And we get good meals there. And
4: There's w- also one over by the outlets too, when you go down that little side street, you know, by that yes. side I for That's a new one. I haven't
2: been to that one. Yeah.
0: One of my favorite places over there for just a a nice uh, a nice meal, nice lunch or a nice dinner is Bahama Breeze. Yes. Which is over in Lake Buena Vista. And that's uh, part of the uh Darden Darden, Darden restaurants.
4: See, I'm very anti Darden. I don't See, really care I'm, for them.
0: I'm incredibly pro Darden. I think that... <laughs> Well, no, I mean, Olive Garden, Red Lobster, Bahama Breeze are all theirs, and I've had nothing but excellent experiences in this area anyway with Olive Garden, Red Lobster, and Bahama Breeze. So there's a Bahama Breeze in Lake Buena Vista. There's another one over on International Drive.
1: There's a couple of uh, uh, Red Lobsters on 192. Mm -hmm. I'd go to the one down towards Old Town personally but can I'm sorry I just
4: don't well, think that's that good seafood at all bad. I've it's eaten so at that exact one no. I don't
5: eat an Olive garden or a red lobster yeah. Oof, I think. Nope. See, that particular one is very
4: but bad. everyone is entitled you know to which one well, Olive Garden I'm sorry I think Olive, Olive
0: Garden at least the ones I've been to around here I have served really really good meals. I've had very good food. Mm-hmm. Um and I I think Darden runs an, uh, D- D- Darden Company runs a great restaurant. I was yeah. also
4: an employee before, so uh, maybe that's why I'm a little could be. There's, <laughs> a,
3: there's a Hooters in like Buena Vista. To answer kids. her
2: question, there's a Publix about ten minutes from downtown Disney. You come out of Hotel Plaza Boulevard and take a left, and it's a ten ten minute drive up a Popka Vineland Road to Sand Lake Road. Make a right on Sand Lake Road. There's a closer
4: Publix than that. Well, right?
2: there, there's more to this. Uh, there are tons of restaurants. There's a fairly decent Italian restaurant. It's not cheap. Right in that Publix Plaza called Carreras. Yeah. There's a good Italian chop house called Timpano. There's a Panera bread in there. There's a deli across the street called 2J's. Oh, Two J's. There's two Starbucks. That's all within 10 Timpano's
4: minutes. is really good.
2: That's all within ten minutes of Disney. Yeah. Again, that's out Hotel Plaza Boulevard. Take a left about ten minutes up a Popka Island Road. Make a right on Sand Lake Road. You'll It'll be in a neighborhood called Bay Hill. It's right there on Sandlake Road. After you make the right, there's a Borders Books. There's a Panera. There's there's, there's a even whole a Ruth's of Chris stuff. over there. Ruth's right. Chris. Yeah. Ruth's Chris. Cheap, she I was know, but for I mean, I'm just There's a, a great um, what's the what's it called when you dip stuff in stuff? Dip. Fondue. Fondue. There's a fondue restaurant over there. But there's a Publix there, and you can't beat Publix fried chicken. It's six ninety nine for a whole chicken.
0: Publix is also has uh, awesome subs. They do a great yeah. job with their subs.
1: I want to also mention Celebration, downtown Celebration, has uh, Celebration Town Tavern, which uh, I've had some good meals. and They have seafood and uh they have quite a good variety on their menu.
5: That's a great place if you want to just go and see Celebration. So you go there and you The other nice thing, that. it's
2: one of the few places around where you can get food up until 2 a.m. Yeah. They have a full menu until 11 o'clock, and then they serve bar food, which is an abbreviated version of their menu. Now, their menu is huge. So even an abbreviated version yeah. is pretty big, but you can get food until 2 a.m. And,
1: and they, they also have,
3: do karaoke. I don't, I don't know what time, yeah, but they do do karaoke. But they
1: also have some of the best clam chowder. In anywhere,
5: Celebration has a couple of nice places. They've got the what's in the, the new place? Market Street. Market Street Ta- and Alfredo's yeah. across the street. Yeah.
1: And then there's another restaurant around the corner. And then uh, which is I can't remember the name of it. If you if Columbia, you Columbia, like, Columbia,
5: Columbia. If you like um, lobster, and I know this isn't a cheap option, but it can be if you go at the right time. There's Boston Lobster Feast. Oh yeah, which is an all-you-can-eat seafood restaurant. All-you-can-eat lobster, all-you-can-eat clams and whatever they're serving for the day. Huge buffet. And if you go before a certain time, it's cheaper. Before 6 o'clock, I believe. I thought it was
1: earlier is before than six, that, four, 6 or 4. four to I leave there
3: hurting every time. That's I mean, I place. have to undo my pants. Julie has to drive. <laughs> I'm reclined in the passenger seat. The man eats, like,
4: nine lobsters. <laughs>
1: you got to get the money's worth.
5: <laughs> it's a great place. It's a little bit more expensive, but if you're into that type of food, you get a lot of good quality seafood.
1: I had them. one more, Joe's Crab Shack. It's right at the entrance to where Celebrations, Offer of 192. We ate there last week with the grandkids and my daughter. And my daughter and the kids and had a great time. I
5: don't know if I mentioned this, but Lost Bus and Lobster Feast is right across from Celebration on 192.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, thank you, Bob. Who would like to go next?
4: I guess I'll just go in order. Um, Mine's from Kristen Brown, Southlake, Texas. She says, Hi, you talk a lot about dining, but I don't often hear about Disney shopping. I've been to Disney at least 20 times, and I'm still looking for the best Disney souvenir. I have found lately that all the shops seem to have the same merchandise. Are there any shops that offer unique gifts? Is there anything that you would recommend? I would just like to get something to remind me of Disney when I'm here in Texas. Thanks. Well, Kristen, we're going to start doing a new segment um, that... Well, I'll be doing it on my own and without Corey. all. just, just <laughs> Um just It's gonna joy. be called... just, just joy. <laughs> We did discuss that. And I told Corey, I'm like, that's way too close to just chat. Yeah.
0: Well, you gotta do, you gotta, you gotta do jazz hands, just Joey. <laughs> <laughs> you know.
4: So we're gonna call it store tours, and um, I'm gonna feature the Epcot uh, World Showcase first. Not every country. You two to home do one about at a this, time, didn't you? I did. <laughs> and... <laughs> i'll feature you know, like one country a week or however often we're going to do this but that is what i would recommend for unique gifts is to shop in the world showcase um you're only going to find things that you know you would find in those countries you're not going to find these in the world of disney and all those other kind of places or at magic kingdom so that's what i would recommend but for a more in-depth um shopping analysis tune in next week great well
0: thank you
3: julie <laughs> you really going to go without me <laughs> I'll bring my camera. I don't know, no, take some no, photos.
4: no, I meant it'll be a segment. <laughs> no, that I'm I'll
5: not doing
3: oh,
0: I'm, <laughs> I'm
5: Separation. I'm you'll Anxiety be there. Separation. Separation. I'll be will in spirit. We have, your credit have a card. plan. <laughs>
4: no, I n- I Someone don't think has I'm to carry ever. that crap.
3: I think I've been <laughs> on property
4: one time without him since we've lived here. So that that tells you anything,
3: <laughs> Mister Martin. I have one from Roxanne from Granite Falls. She writes, I want to try some, uh, one of the diving tours at Epcot during our December vacation. I've researched sites, sent emails, but I can't find some information that I need before I book it. Can you tell me how large the sizes are for the wetsuits that you require to wear? This is an expensive tour, and I don't want to waste money if I can't breathe fitting into one of these things. Well, I called up, and I actually had them connect me. Uh, the maximum size they have is 5 x so I think you're going to be all – I think you're going to be okay because she writes, you know, her and her husband are typically 2X. So you'll be good. So that, that that's it. That's a short short question. That's short cool. Answer. Well, thanks for checking that out.
2: Mm-hmm. My email is from Cheryl Chauvin in uh, New Orleans. Cheryl says she's been a silent listener up until now, but she loves listening to us, and she wants to know if any of the cars at the Haunted Mansion will be refurbished for wheelchair access, like the new cars at the Nemo ride at the Living Seas. And um, I did some research, and I got some information, and Disney is very tight-lipped about the Haunted Mansion Reef. Really? They will not give away any information. They're not letting anything out. And I was able to pull a few strings, and I have been told that the only thing they're willing to tell me is yes. Wheelchair uh, riders will now have access to the Haunted Mansion without having to transfer from the wheelchair. Wow. They will be able to ride in the Doom buggies. They will be handicapped accessible and wheelchair accessible for the first time ever.
5: That's also going to help with the loading of the ride and not being stopped backwards you know, while they load people on and off the ride. Well, I think so they're, they're still
0: know. going to have to stop the ride to road, uh, load wheelchairs. <laughs> you can't, but you the you can't throw. <laughs> they're going to have to stop <laughs> yeah. the ride to load the wheelchairs. Actually,
5: they're putting
2: in a slingshot mechanism.
1: <laughs> <laughs> They'll shoot you out at five miles an hour.
2: But before they had to stop it for a long time because someone had to get out. Right, right. right. They had to transfer. It, it should works. make the loading the ride easier. And it's going to be easier for people. And it's going to be, uh, open it up to people who are um, not able to transfer out of their wheelchair,
1: I wonder if Cot Cam was going to be able to We'll go be out there, there with a stopwatch. I was I
2: told that um, this will probably not be accessible but to uh, the vehicles, the and carts.
0: The, this is something. This is a, something for people who can't get up and walk. You can not right. get up and. Oh, walk. Oh,
5: I understand that, but you there don't are need people to drive that drive
0: that monstrosity onto an attraction. <laughs> Oh,
5: it's a big, long line of people.
0: What is that little restaurant at the end of Main Street? Uh, that the you, Plaza. The Plaza. We went in there once. This thing has about four tables in it. This one has to drive the cart into this restaurant. <laughs> it's like the cart takes up half the place. It really is like. And the it's like, put it outside truck. and walk.
5: Yeah. <laughs> it's a big sucker. So you know, the best part about that cart is, have you ever seen him put it in and out of his van? What he does? No, he has two by fours, Mm -hmm. and he builds a ramp. Two by two by eights, two by eights, and he has a ramp, and he literally drives it up into the back of. Which
2: always makes me realize that if you can put that in the car yourself, you don't need
5: it.
3: Yeah, I remember when we had to push his car from Islands of Adventure all the way through City Walk through the. Corey will never forget
5: that. (laughs) Never forget it.
3: Never (laughs) forget. I'll never forget it. Oh man!
0: All right. Well, thank you, Kevin. John,
5: I have one. I did research too. This is like research week. This is from Janice Hitchin in oh, Windsor. It's so nice
0: for people to know that we actually research this stuff once in a while before we give these qu- answers well, questions. I'm just
4: not willy-nilly pulling answers out yeah, of the air. We're just guessing. <laughs> that said it's not just all S. slandered
5: innuendo. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I'd like people to think that we just know all the answers. We don't have to research them. Did you say hello to Anthony? I didn't. Say it. Hello, Anthony. So Janice Hitchin in Windsor, Ontario. Hi, guys. I love the dining plan and think it's a great deal. Since they just announced for 2008 that the tip will not be included, will people tip on the price of the food or on a percentage of the Disney dining plan? And she goes to give a couple examples of what it would actually cost if it was based on the dining plan and how hard it would be to actually figure out, you know, what part's going for snack. What I found out is that uh, when you are on the Disney dining plan in 2008 and you're done with your meal, you're going to be presented with a bill from the waiter or waitress that is going to itemize what the items you ordered would have cost. You're not to pay this bill. However, it's to allow you to figure out the tip and you will Mm. be presented with a bill with a blank space to fill in the tip and Mm. tip accordingly. It will be based on whatever you want to tip. There's no set percentage. However, as in all Disney rep- restaurants, if there's parties of six or more, an 18% gratuity will be automatically added. Pause for Pete's rant.
0: I'm just going to say this. I'm not going to say anything about
5: the 18%.
0: I'm just going to say that I give, it, I give it a year or less before they start making the gratuity compulsory. And it's where it's, it's, you just get handed a bill for what 18% would have been.
5: How do you think these, these waiters and waitresses are going to be shafted? On this bill,
0: well, that's no, sir,
5: that, it's not
2: included.
0: That's right. a, yeah. It's my point is that, well, we'll see what we'll they we'll see what they do. I'm not, I ranted about it last week. I won't do it again.
5: And um, I bet we could get you to do it again. You probably could. It probably wouldn't take too much. It <laughs> was. <Well, I paused. laughs> and then just one more little piece to that. You can. Pay the gratuity any way you want. You could pay it with cash, with a credit card, or with your key to the world card. So that's how it's going to work, and let's see if it actually does work. Or not work as the case may be. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, because
1: they're paying, what, $38 for the dining plan. Correct. You take $7 off for like a, a fast food thing or in th- 2 or $3 off for the other thing. So you're actually, for a dinner, it's like $29 or
5: $30. So it depends on what you actually order Now, if you order something that's very expensive, like a forty dollar steak or something like that, you're going to be expected to tip on what hmm. you actually order I, I can
1: see the person's point though, on, you know they're, they're spending the thirty eight dollars and you know which way do they tip and you know I never thought of it that way before
2: well, you're taking away eighteen percent of the meal and you're taking away a seven to ten dollar appetizer and you're charging people a dollar less. I don't think they should be forced to figure out the tip. Yeah, it just gets more and more confusing. Figuring out Disney tickets can give you a headache.
1: Oh,
5: absolutely,
0: exactly. Um, you done?
5: I am done. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Insert John. rant here. Insert
0: rant here. I'm sorry. What can I tell you?
2: Told you we could get him to do it again.
5: I know. I, I knew we I feel, could.
4: I it's I a new segment. Rant pause. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Right. All right. I have uh, an email here from. Lucy and I Lucy, I'm not going to try your last name because I will say it wrong and I don't want to be Bob. Um, from Watertown, Connecticut. Uh, love your sh- love your show just wondering if you give us information on what the photo pass is seems very confusing to me and I can't figure out if it's something I would want or not. Thanks so much. Um, well Lucy the the photo pass is basically the um, 21st century way of for photos. Um, you're given um, there are photo locations where Disney has their official photographers all around the park when you for, first walk in. And in various areas. And when you get your picture taken, if you want your picture taken by these guys, they will give you a photo pass. And it's scanned at the time the picture is taken. And any pictures you get taken, you just give them give the photographer your photo pass. He scans it. And then you can go online, enter in your photo pass numbers, number or numbers, and see all the photos that were taken um, on on your photo pass. And then you can you can it's cool because you can add some uh, you can add some borders to the pictures you can do some cute little stuff mm. to the pictures order them online and they get to your house about a week later and you can pick you know whether you want large or wallet size or yeah. different stuff and it's really it's 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 actually very convenient mm-hmm. it's a really nice way to see all your pictures without having to go into the you know the photo stores yeah. at the end of the day. And wait for your pictures
3: and see if you want it and go through all that.
0: So and those
4: stores can be so crowded. And they can be,
0: especially when you're going in
3: there at the end yeah. of the day. So you're not obligated to buy. You know, you can just give your password to your family and friends. They might want to buy one. Right. Exactly.
2: Now these do expire. Yeah. These yes. are not going to be on there indefinitely. So it's not like Disney's going to hold your photo album. I
0: believe they keep them. I could be wrong on this. I haven't looked. I believe they keep them for ninety days, but I could be wrong.
3: No, because th- we, when we were touring with Taylor, I got a notice while we were on the cruise saying your photos are about to expire. So, so that was that was only like? I, I want to say 30 days. Yeah. Really? I could be wrong, but we, we did get a notice. 30 days. Okay, so, so. maybe it is only
0: I'm sure days. they're
5: going to tell us that we're wrong. Yeah. I'd be interested in what the take rate is for these. I wonder if Disney's seeing increased sales because instead of now having to, I have to schlep myself to the photo place and go to a different location, that people are able to do this in the comfort of their home and, and find the pictures they want and sort of relive mm-hmm. their memories. I wonder if they sell them. More.
0: I have – I don't have him in here, but I do have um, – uh, on Mother's Day when we took Mom over to Epcot, we had some pictures done. I used the photo pass and I ordered some of the pictures. came out really nice. I mean, they took great – I mean, their photographers always take great pictures. But this was a nice way to do because you could put like uh, – there's one picture of my niece. It was a close-up, beautiful close-up shot of her. And uh, one of the overlays you could put on the picture had like Walt Disney World down at the bottom and then Tinkerbell up at the top. Yeah, like with her with her wand doing pixie it's dust, cute. and where Tinkerbell was positioned in this picture was her wand was right at the top of Bridget's head, and the pixie dust kind of fell down around her head. It just was really cute the mm-hmm. way it looked. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's it's it, w- it was neat. I I I thought it was uh, I thought it was a, a, a smart thing for them to do. And It's very the, easy to use.
5: Have you seen the new cameras that have the overlays built into them? The Disney overlays built into them. them. No, I've only I haven't. Heard. You could take a picture of somebody and actually put an overlay of maybe Tigger or Pooh standing next to him.
0: There's nothing they
5: will They're won't disposable think of. cameras too, aren't they? They're disposables, yeah. Amazing. Yeah,
1: <laughs> they're really getting into special stuff with the cameras.
5: With the photo pass, were you able to download the picture electronically and then? Keep
0: no, it? no, no. Well, they will send you. They will. You can order a CD of your pictures okay. if you want, um, but that's an that's an additional charge. All you can do from from the from the PhotoPass website is review your pictures, change them, order them, but you can't download them. Gotcha. So, I hope that answers your question, Lucy. And back to Mr. Varley.
1: I have one from Christina, and she's in Port St. Uh, St. Lucy. Lucy. Lu- Port Lucy. Lucy. Lucy? <laughs> you know, where is the- she
2: and all my children?
1: Three, two, one. I have one from... Chris. Yeah, he's going to edit that out. Christina from Port St. Lucie, Florida. And she says, hi, You've guys. Have you ever heard
0: of Port St. Lucie? Yeah, but I call Met it spring Lucci. training?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Port St. <Saint> Lucie. <laughs> could be Port St. Lucie. It could be, but it's not. I it's know. Not. Anyway, she she says, hi, guys. Love the podcast. I'm interested in taking the Behind the Steam trains tour. No one else in my family has any interest in getting up early enough to do it. As it happens, I'm going to be on a solo trip uh, for a couple of days in December, and I thought I might do it then. I haven't been able to find out what days they have this tour th- uh, for. Do, do they do it on Saturdays or Sundays? Okay. I have some information that the days of the week that they do the tour are – they do on Mondays, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays, and the tour starts at 7.30 out near Guest Relations window at the Magic Kingdom.
0: God bless you getting up at that hour to do anything.
1: You should show up. Well, they recommend showing up at 7.15, uh, and it's for ages 10 years and older, and I did it. Uh, I'd have to say three or four years ago, and I had a good time. It's this is something that I I want to go back and see what they're doing with it. But in the when I did it last time, they take you on. You go on a, a steam train around the Magic Kingdom, and then they actually back in to the yard where the uh, they keep the trains for the nighttime. So And that's pretty cool, and they, they go through all the different things about Walt's Railroad and where the train engines came from and go into uh, specifics on that. It's about a three-hour tour, and if you're a train buff and you want to do it, I recommend it. Cool. Uh,
2: if you go to one of those really long extra magic hours, you could just stay. <laughs>
1: really- yeah,
0: Really? When Extra Magic Hour ends at 4 a.m., just don't leave the park.
1: That's that's December 29th or the 30th. The park closes at 4 a.m. and then opens again at 7. No, actually, it's 5 a.m. and opens again at 7 a.m. That's crazy. Oh,
2: do the tour that day.
1: Yeah. You'll already be there. But, uh, yeah, it's a good tour. Uh, she also asks about that uh, she wants to uh, do a solo dinner near MGM. And... Uh, she does the Brown Derby and then the Epcot Boardwalk area. She's going to be doing Spoodles and Blue Zoo. But she wanted to know if there's any other restaurant, not necessarily for steak, that a single person can do. Yacht Club Galley. Yacht Club Yacht Galley.
0: Galley. If, you're, if you're in the Epcot area and you're looking for a good meal without needing a, a, an ADR, a priority seating, um, You can't go wrong with the Acleb Galley. It's gonna have a wonderful meal. The price is really reasonable. It's never crowded. You can walk right up to the podium usually, Mm -hmm. and I I think it's really and truly is the best kept secret uh, over at the Epcot Resort area.
1: I was also thinking Flying Fish over there. Flying Fish is good. It's a little more. It's pricey. It's pricey. It's It's, it's it's pricey. California
0: Grill level.
1: Yeah. But she's Did she say she wanted a steak? She, well she she, didn't really? no, she doesn't want a steak, but she is adventurous on a meal and you, you could get something like that at at the flying fish over there.
3: Big River Grill's good for lunch. Yeah, Big yeah, River I Grill. I always find I mean just for me, if, when I eat someplace by myself, yeah. I'd rather sit at a bar.
0: Of course Big River Grill being like one of the only restaurants on property that does not take the Disney dining experience. Yeah. So the discount plan. Yeah.
1: So that's that's it for for my email. Cool. Thank
0: you, Bob.
4: Um, My next one is not a question. It's a comment about the ticket price increase. I just Mm -hmm. wanted to read since we had asked for people to send in their comments. This is from Joseph in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. He says, at least Disney did not do away with the multi-day purchase discount. For For our family, our trips are long distance and cover more than one day. For this reason, the savings are much appreciated. I also understand that prices are just going to increase over time, which is an unfortunate reality. It just costs what it does to go. And face it, a trip to Disney World is a top family vacation destination. Thanks. I kind of like what he said, so it was short and sweet.
0: Nope. <laughs> Thank you, Julie. Kevin.
2: Uh, hang on, I got to put my glasses back on.
0: His <laughs> 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 opera glasses. That's
2: right, I'm old. I have a question from Roxanne in Granite Falls, North Carolina. You heard us mention uh, on a prior podcast about a great steakhouse in Orlando that was not a tourist place. I was wondering, for a nice meal, what is your favorite non-theme park, non-tourist restaurant in the area? Now, Roxanne, we just talked about, uh, Bob answered a question about some great inexpensive places to go within the tourist area that are not in the theme parks. I'm assuming you're asking us, because we all live in Orlando, what we think are some great restaurants outside of the theme park area. So, Um, I hope that you're not offended or upset that some of these places can get pretty far from the park. Uh, My favorite restaurant is in a town called uh, Winter Park, and the name of it is Stefano's Ristorante. It's from the park. It's probably about a 45-minute drive. It's family Italian style, and it's probably my favorite place to eat in the whole world.
0: I know we'll have at least three votes at the table for Linda's La Cantina. Absolutely, <laughs> over Cantina. on um, over on Colonial State Road 50, in or- uh, just outside of downtown Orlando. I have to go there, right? And keep hearing about this it. is a this is a very old family owned steakhouse. It's been in been here since the 40s. Yep. I think
4: 1949 and is yep. exactly the establishment. Date.
0: And it's uh, I'll tell you for the, the food f- you get. The it's food not is amazing. That expensive. The food is amazing. Yeah, the food is really the steak is. Out of this world, the the service can be a little touch and touch and go, depending on who you get. And yeah,
4: you need to be a regular and know which servers are good. Yeah, because Do they it's have a,
0: signs on them. No. <laughs> but yeah, Linda's Linda's La Cantina uh, is is my is right now my reigning favorite. Yeah, us too. And it's five minutes from my house, which is yeah. brilliant.
4: Makes it so easy. It
0: it really is. So it's on it's on Colonial, which is also State Road 50. In uh, it's actually near the corner of 50 and Mm-hmm. Yeah, right
4: around there. Stefano's. Also, oh, I'm sorry. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt okay. you. Because I was going to mention another Winter Park restaurant. Good, um, Houston's. I mean, Houston's, Houston's is, is everywhere, but I mean, it's a great place to eat.
5: My favorite steakhouse is Houston's.
4: Mm-mm.
5: I think they have great steak. Uh, Stefano's wins for me for best. Best sort of specialty restaurant is Tortilla Flats for Mexican food, and they're a chain restaurant, hmm. which is all over the country. However. Bar none, I think the best Mexican food we can ever get. I think
4: we used to live across the street from one. Remember off Kirkman? In front of the Walmart? We ate there.
2: These are usually in little strip malls.
4: Yeah, it was. that's exactly mm-hmm. where it is.
2: And if you're looking for something really light, there's a chain of restaurants in the Orlando area called Crisper's. And Crisper's is a soup and salad restaurant. There are sandwiches and things like that, but their specialty is soup and salads. And there's usually seven, eight. 12 soups available every day and a wide range of salads so if you're looking for something light or it's one of those um you know dog days of august or september when the temperature outside is just unbearable this is a nice alternative to a big meal and there's one of them i think probably the closest one is probably about 20 minutes from downtown disney um have to do a little research on places like this but if you write to us or you're looking for an address i'll be happy to provide those things to you another
0: i think another great dining experience although technically i guess this would be considered in the tourist corridor um is texas de brazil over on oh, international yeah. drive
2: texas de brazil is a it's it's an event it's, it's on this for a
0: week this is they're, a, yeah they're this,
1: actually expanding it
0: you may, mm-hmm. you may you may you may fall over when you see the price of a buffet it was at $40 a person 40 40 something but when i tell you you're served first of all more food than any normal human being could eat Mm -hmm. and it's extremely good food that salad bar alone
2: you can also if you're looking for something religious experience if you're looking for something lighter you can go in and for about half the price you can get just the salad bar People are gonna be wondering what we're talking about. This restaurant is um based on a South American ranch and you're there during harvest and what they do is there's a salad bar when you go in and this is not your typical steakhouse salad bar. This is not no. you don't think seventies. This is gourmet.
5: I liken their salad bar to Palo Brunch. Yeah. It's of that quality and of that variety of food. Got like the asparagus and, and- Different they have lots Spirigris. of different olives and things on that yeah.
4: bar too.
2: And then what happens is they give you a little disc to put on your table. When you're ready to start with the rest of your entree or the rest of your meal, you turn it to green and the waiters are gauchos. South American cowboys, and they bring around... Now, this is the place I think Ohana wants to bake. (laughs) They bring around large um, skewers of food, but it's filet mignon wrapped in bacon. It's pork encrusted with Parmesan cheese. It's sausage. They have a special kind of steak that is only theirs it's a south american delicacy and for the life of me i can't remember what the name of it is. it was like a skirt
0: steak wasn't
2: it it's very unusual and however i think my brother ate them out of house and home john likes that one too right and this is it's the kind of place as Corey said you really can't eat for the day before it's an event you have to go hungry the other thing you have to do is if you're coming you have to make a reservation this is an extremely popular restaurant with weights that can go into the hours if you're there at a popular yeah. Can time, we mention so where it is. It's on International Drive, um, towards the north end of International Drive. It you used to be up by what they called the Bell's Mall, and then the
0: prime. It's not outlets. too far off of uh, Kirkman. Yeah, it's not
4: far at all. Not far. It's near the Festival Bay Mall. It's yeah. across straight from across. Right? That's a good landmark. That is.
2: And it's it's definitely it's an event though. This is not the kind of thing you decide on an afternoon. Let's go to Texas Day Brazil. This is the kind of thing you decide before you get
0: here. Exactly. Yeah, and, and but well worth it. I mean, every time I've been there anyway, it has been spectacular.
2: And it's also, if you're a vegan, don't go. Yeah. Unless you're just going to have the salad bar. It is a meat fest. They do serve a little bit of mashed potatoes on the side. Don't waste your time. Yeah. That's not what anybody's there for.
1: I can eat mashed potatoes any
5: day.
0: Yep. Right. Yep. All right. Well, thank you very much.
5: That's good. I forgot about Texas yeah. Day Brazil. Had to
0: make sure I threw that in. Thank you, Kevin. John.
5: And my last email is from Megan in Matthews, North Carolina. Hey guys in Julie. I am a dedicated pod squatter in Dizer and I look forward to the podcast every week. Now on to my question. What do you guys know about the woman who sings We Go On in Illuminations? After the short spurt of fireworks following the globe, I always laugh at the people that get up and start to leave, thinking the show isn't over that's actually kind of funny. We do the same thing. we yell <laughs> Don't to people it's go not over yet. Yet. Oh. um We go on is actually performed by a woman called Kelly Coffee, and Kelly Coffee is apparently a country singer by trade. She has her own website and she was she grew up in Moore, Oklahoma. And spent a lot of time in Oklahoma City And you can check her out at www.kellycoffee.com K-E-L-L-I-E C-O-F-F-E-Y So if you want to get some more information On other stuff she's done Go check her out and she I, a-
0: I do And how sa- however sappy and corny that song is I love that song
5: And
2: she's mm. got a spectacular she voice She has an
3: amazing voice And she's from Oklahoma A that- friend of ours, Tiffany That was their wedding song Yep Oh really? Yeah. Yep Actually, I think we know we two, actually, two couples yeah, no, we that use two that. that, as that
2: yeah. used
0: it. No, it's it, it, I, it's I've I've always loved that song. I've always I, it's it's eight years old, seven years old, and it's still. That's one of
2: those things that makes you fill up. Oh yeah, yeah. No matter that, when, when you hear it, that's one of those goosebumpy things.
0: Especially when you hear it in conjunction with mm-hmm. the spectacle that is Illuminations. It really is quite an experience, especially
5: so. you, you just spent twelve hours in the park and you are tired and miserable, and that just kind of gives you, kind of right. buoys you a little bit, yeah. yeah. And that's that what, song's
3: in the Diz Radio lineup, isn't it? Yep. Oh yeah, yeah we play that. Yeah.
0: We play Very that. Cool. Although I am not sure how long Diz Radio is going to be broadcasting its music. You know, we haven't we haven't gotten the bill yet on on the new the new charges, oh. so we're waiting to see what that's going to be. Whatever
5: but, happened to that bill? They that were going to put in.
0: They are. The last I heard, it had been postponed until the end of this month while they try and work something out. But whether or not it's going to happen...
2: It's like getting a passport. They just keep pushing it back.
0: Yeah, I'm still waiting on mine. But, <laughs>
1: Unbelievable.
0: All right, well, that will do it for us this week, folks. We hope you enjoyed the show. And uh, next week, what I'm going to do is we're going to be doing an all-voicemail show next week. Actually, we've got a few things next week we got to th- clear up. I-, I promised that we were going to talk about some of the hidden spots on Disney this week. And we did not get to that. I promise to add that into the show next week. We're going to have a new segment from uh, Julie, as she mentioned. Her, uh, uh, what are we calling that? <laughs> store, store, store tours. <laughs> store tours. So uh, we'll have She's going to
5: get dressed up like Princess Leia. We're going to have bikini.
0: that next week. And then next week, also, Julie reminded me, we do have a lot, did, did get a lot of emails in regarding the price increase uh, from a few weeks ago. And we do want to talk about that. So that's all stuff we're going to talk about on next week's show. And uh, we will see you then next Tuesday with another edition of the Diz Round Roundtable. Everybody have a great week.